You're listening to another episode of the Home Point Experience. This is your co-host Justin Dion, and today we will be interviewing top real estate agent Ricky Carruth. Ricky has been a top real estate agent for some time now, selling more than 100 properties every year for the past four years alone, and he is the only free real estate coach out there. Ricky, I would love to hear about how you got started in real estate. Yeah, it would definitely take uh, a long time to kind of tell you <laughs> to tell you the story. Right. But I mean, basically, <clears throat> just to sum it all up in a nutshell, you know, I grew up here in Alabama. You know, I was roofing houses with dad. You know, I got in real estate when I was 20. I uh, went to four different colleges and uh, two years, failed a history class. And uh, it took me eight months to make my first sale. Okay. And then the market exploded. I made a million dollars really quickly by the time I'm 23. Then the market crashed, right? And I lost everything. I lost everything. Uh, I was actually negative. So I had to file bankruptcy because I actually owed more money than I had. So I went back to roofing and I worked on an oil rig. I did a bunch of different things and I got back in uh, 2008. And then I just kind of fought my way back. I, I, I took all the lessons I learned through the crash and applied that. And I got to where I was selling 100 properties a year by 2014. And I was the number one REMAX agent in the state of Alabama. I did that two more years. So it was that three years in a row. Since 2014, I've been the number one agent in my entire county out of all companies by a long shot. There's not man. even a close second. I wish I had my bell in here. You yeah. would have rang that right now, man. Congratulations. That's yeah. awesome, man. And then, uh, and then in 2017, I quit trying to build my real estate business. That was the first year I made a million dollars because I have this theory that once you build your business up to the level of income you want through, uh, you know, new clients, like, and then you, and then you start to get the repercussions of the new and the referrals and the past clients and the referrals of referrals, and you get your business up to the level of income that you want, then you can literally live off your referrals and past clients um, if you're doing a good job, if you have a great like backbone or foundation of your personal brand and how you stay in touch with people, then you can literally take the gas, take, take the foot off the gas of actually building the business and still maintain that same level of production, that same level of income. Right. But now it's almost on autopilot. So you're like working, 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 working to get your database up to the point where it can sustain the level of income you want, which I always wanted a million dollars. So when I got up to the million, um, I, I completely gave up on building that business anymore. I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And I've hit that every year since just off the past clients and referrals. And so, you know, at that point I had extra time on my hands. So I was like, okay, um, I started writing books. So I wrote two books. I started speaking and, and then somewhere I started doing social media and then I started coaching. And then somewhere along the lines, I became the world's first completely free coach and so that was a moment where everybody thought I was crazy, oh, yeah. but, but I, uh, I was literally sharing everything I know for free to even my competitors in my market. Wow. And, um, you know, it was weird, but I just believed in what I believed in. You know, I believed that business was unlimited. Closings happen every day. Competition doesn't exist. All that stuff. So I just didn't, if I, you know, I was like, okay, if you really believe this, then it shouldn't matter. All that stuff shouldn't matter if you share and whatever with anybody. So it proved to be true. Like I was right on that. And, uh, you know, the whole free coaching thing, I literally switched to free because I said, you know, if I go free, that's going to open up the floodgates. More people are going to know who I am. Um, you know, my social medias are going to grow. 
Um, you know, there's going to be opportunities. There's going to be opportunities. You know, I don't know what the opportunities are going to be, but there's going to be some somehow, some way. The more you give, you know, the more you receive. So 100%. it's what it's what's happened, man. I just got offered. You know, this company, this startup company, literally gave me 33 percent of their company. Um, Which company was that? Well, I can't say yet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's. Right. A, it's a, startup company it's kind of like a real estate it's like a media company for real estate agents and it's really oh, incredible awesome. company and they're basically giving me full reign to to um you know completely restructure the business around my philosophies and how i operate and really it's going to be amazing is yes, but like they're just like we want you to take control here's 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 a third of the company um you know and it's literally you know from all this work and free coaching and building the brand i'm getting opportunities like this i mean this is going to be a 50 100 150 you know million dollar company i guarantee you it's going to be a wow. massive company awesome. and um and you know I'm, i mean I'm, I'm i'm i mean they're just like here you know now i'm going to go to work i'm going to get to work <laughs> and i'm going to i'm going to build this thing but there was another company they were like here's 10% i didn't necessarily wasn't you know whatever um, I haven't decided what I'm going to do there, but like just opportunities come from just putting good in the world, you know, and then the EXP thing, you know, like I didn't know that was what direction I was going to go in. I was totally against it in the beginning. Yeah. I watched um, some of your content where you were like totally against the EXP. Well, the reason why is because the, the, the recruiting was absolutely annoying and they were such a small company. It was like, okay, little guy, like, you know, leave me alone kind of deal. I think everyone um, can agree on that. <laughs> it was very, very annoying, right? Oh, yeah. And I mean, everybody, everybody knows that. And so, but now you've got the Brents and the Jays and the and the 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 Ricks and the you know the AJs and and all these people uh, out there who have paved the way for guys like me who are basically the second wave of the big guys. You know, mm. I'm yep. part of this second wave. You know. Back when they had 12,000 agents, when I first looked at them, you know, I mean, nobody had really proven anything yet. Now you got a guy. I mean, I look at the numbers and I, I'm pretty sure there's a guy that's doing a million dollars a month in rev share. You know, I know for a fact, I know for a fact, there's another guy doing 200 a week and another guy, several people doing a hundred a week. I know that's a fact. That's um, absolutely I've, crazy. I've seen, I've seen the, I've seen the screenshots. Like it's, yeah. I know the fact, I know how the numbers work. Um, I know like where everything sits and the wheels are in motion. Like for me, like it's right. done. Like I'm, I'm there. It's just a matter of maturing and me continuing to, to help. I mean, it's all about using the platform to help agents. And that's one problem people have, especially going back to the annoying recruiting. If you notice, I don't have any videos about it. I don't have it. I don't talk about it. I'm not, you know, it's not in the profile. It's nothing because the fact of the matter is, is I'm using it as a platform to help agents. It's not about EXP. It's way bigger than EXP. It's not about recruiting. You know, it's, I mean, you wouldn't believe the the amount of agents I spend time with that are never going to come to the team that I just am just trying to help. I mean, they're not even selling properties yet. I'm just trying to help them through whatever the struggles are. Um, it's just stuff like that, that, uh, as I think the reason why I'm where I am and, um, you know, answering every single message and, um, stuff like that, you know, really goes a long way. So I'm about, I've got several really incredible things on the horizon and business wise. And I've got, I'm putting together a tour, you know, to, to, to a zero to diamond tour to really, uh, you know, ramp, ramp everything up. So yeah, man, a lot of exciting things coming up. 
That's awesome to hear about, man. That's, that's really, that's, that's really cool, man. Like I know like your brand and like, it, it seems super aligned with EXP if you do it the right way. And like your philosophy of like being the go-giver there, it just aligns mm-hmm. great with their mentality of like, you know, we're a cloud-based company. It just aligns good there. So I, I think that's awesome, man, that, that you're able to do that. And obviously it maximizes for what you're already doing. So it's stuff, man. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. hundred percent. So what can I do to help you guys today? Yeah, Ricky, I, I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit. Uh, since we're talking about bringing in, uh, you bring in new new agents, I um, wanted to ask you this. So picture this, you're, you're bringing in a new agent, hungry kid. Uh, you just came across a, an ad on, uh, on Instagram that says a real estate agent can make $100,000 a year. Fast forward a couple months, he gets his license. How does that person make $100,000 that year in his first year? Well, really every real estate agent that sells just a couple properties to some extent and actually has a chance to make it to their second year really made millions in their first year. Okay. Because if you learn how to write a contract, that's worth a million dollars. If you learn how to use MLS, that's worth another million. So now that's two. If you learn how to talk to people, right? That's three. If you learn how to, if you built your database up to a certain point, the relationships that you created, that's worth a million dollars, worth more than a million dollars. Um, see, th- these are the things that people aren't um, valuing whenever they're evaluating their first year in the business. They're only looking at four deals and I made $15,000 and that's all they see, right? Whereas I'm looking at it like you made millions of dollars that year, okay? I mean, how can you say that the knowledge that you gained is not worth anything monetarily speaking? not just figuratively or, uh, you know, some kind of fairy tale type deal. This is real money we're talking about. If you don't know how to write a contract, you're not going to make anything, you know? So the fact that you were able to learn how to write a contract, learn how to work MLS, study the market, you know, learn how to talk and communicate to people. You did the four deals. So you have some experience of how a transaction actually works. You've been through the process four times now. That is so valuable. You don't even know. And all people are looking at is the 15,000 when really you made millions, right? So it just depends on, it's kind of like cryptocurrency, right? It's not a dollar. It's some kind of blockchain imaginary thing in the universe that is worth, you know, $60,000 right now for a coin, right? Right. So, so, so that's worth $60,000, but it's a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 I don't know what it is. It's, it's imaginary thing. It's, yeah. something, it's something that just kind of came up out of thin air. Right. Right. So, so if you can value Bitcoin at $60,000, that's basically just something created by blockchain out of thin air, then why in the world are you not, why are you only valuing dollars in your bank account? Right. Mm-hmm. Block, uh, Bitcoin's not dollars in your bank account, but it's worth $60,000. So why aren't we valuing the fact that we learned how to write a contract, right? How much is that actually worth? How, how come we're not valuing, you know, learning how to do MLS and this and that? You know what I mean? That's gold, so, man. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And it, yeah, that, that actually brings me to my next question. I know you preach uh, the voice-to-voice and the, those communication skills that you build up in that first year. So in terms of cold Well, here's the thing, though, man. Here's the thing. I'm not done with the first question. What, what, I, want, what I want you to – well, here's the thing. I just – I have to finish the answer because oh, yeah. if I don't, then it's just, the thing is, is, is I don't care what I do this first year. Okay. Like it shouldn't matter if they make a hundred thousand this first year, it shouldn't matter if they make 20,000 or 15 or 50, that doesn't matter at all. What matters to me is, did I learn the things I needed to learn? 
Am I growing my database? Did I realize that database growth is the key to this entire puzzle, right? And do I have a system in place to grow my database up to a certain point? And can I mathematically, systematically visualize exactly where my database will be in the next three years? Like, for example, if you, if you create five new friends with property owners every day, right? Forget deals. We'll spend one year just creating five new relationships with property owners every day and add those to our database, okay? Forget the deals. Just concentrate on that, okay? That's 100 in a month, 1,200 in a year, 24, 36. Let's say 4,000 in three years. 4,000. How powerful, how, how huge, how massive do you think your business will be in three years, if you've got 4,000 property owners that you talked to that gave you their email address you made friends with, they're getting a weekly email from you every week on the same day of the week forever. At the point of three years that you have 4,000 people in that database, how big do you think your business will be? How many transactions do you think you'll be closing that third year? If you're doing at least 1%, that's 400, right? Yeah. That would be 10%, but okay. good try. <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, I mean, let's just, let's just say 40, right? So that's, that's a good, you know, whatever. Okay. Whatever. The point is, is that we know in three years we're selling 40, 40 a year with, with the potential to go to 70 the next year, you know? So who cares what we're, what, what our, what our transactions end up being this year? Who cares about this year? We know like we can't predict this year, but we can predict three years from now. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. right right forget the number of deals focus on education not necessarily you, you know you you focus on creating new friends a day with property owners mm. right yep. so like you're going to learn how to write contracts when you have somebody that wants to write a contract you know you're going to learn mls when somebody says i'm looking for a house a three bedroom between four and five hundred and you have to go search for that you're going to learn how to do those things through experience you know what i mean so yeah that's the way I see it. Okay, yeah. So I, 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 was, I was researching your content and uh, you talk about how every homeowner and agent talks to will buy and sell real estate at least eight more times in their lifetime. And maybe because they're not a deal right then and there, that agent will hang up the phone and move on to the next lead and lose out on those eight potential deals later down the line. So mm -hmm. my question is, what would you say to that agent that's getting discouraged from that lack of traction? From cold calling and how do you suggest they find that balance between nurturing those relationships with cold leads and hanging up to and move on to what could potentially be a hot deal in that next call well i mean listen we're right back the same question now we're focused on deals right it depends on what your objective is are we focused on just trying to do a deal are we focused on creating five new relationships because because if you're focused on just just creating five new friends, right? That's easy. If you take the deal out of the equation, like it, it, it takes the pressure off and it's really easy to just go out there and talk to people and just, you know, be nice. If you're nice, they're going to like you. It's real simple. If you're nice, they like you, right? It's easy. And so, you know, if you, if you change the focus to, I need to just create five new friends a day, you don't get discouraged because you're going to make five new friends every day. That's easy. You know what I mean? Um, and so what you have to do is change your objective away from what mainstream coaching and what everybody else, you know, perceives to be what you need to be focused on, which is closed deals and come over here and focus on what I'm saying, just build relationships. Because 
here's the thing. If you do focus on five new relationships a day with property owners in your area, you're going to close a lot of properties this year, right? You're going to close a lot of deals. If people like you and they're property owners, somebody's going to want to do something soon. Sure. Most of it might be out, you know, two to three years out. Great. But you're going to close some right now. You're going to run into people that want to do deals now. And so it's like you're, the, the process that I'm talking about actually helps you close more deals now and have a massive business later. See what I'm saying? Right. And so you just got to quit worrying about short term. You got to think long term. You got to think relationships, help people. Right. And then everything else will fall into place. Right. Right. I love that. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. super powerful. That, that answered one of my questions already. So <laughs> there's that, you know, because I, I was going to ask, uh, you know, you made a hundred thousand cold calls and I was going to say, you know, what keeps you going when you're discouraged? But if you just look at it like that, like, Hey, I'm just looking for relationships. You're not really getting discouraged because you're just looking for the next relationship, not necessarily the next deal, the next home run per se, you know? So, um, that was kind of my question. You kind of answered that already. So awesome. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ricky. Um, so I've been in, I've been in the market now for about three, four years as an active agent. Um, and like we didn't, we had an inventory problem before and, you know, it's significantly reduced now. Like where do you kind of see the market going? We've been at kind of the top for a while now, but what's, what's your prediction and kind of your feeling? I know it's kind of a vague statement, but kind of what are you feeling working with buyers and sellers in this current climate? Listen, you know, this is the toughest market I've ever seen for newer agents. It's one, it's one of the easiest markets. I guess I don't know. It's, for guys like me who have a brand built, you know, everything just kind of falls in my lap and listing sell in a day. So it just kind of depends on where you are on the totem pole, you know, and for new agents, it is tough, you know, because, you know, the few listings that are coming out, there's a lot of competition for those and the experienced agents kind of, you know, for the most part, have those under wrap. And then you're kind of left with holding the bag with buyers who are competing against 15 other buyers. So, it is tough, you know, and I'll say like, if you can make it during this market, you can make it during any market. This is as bad as it's going to get for somebody coming into the business. And a lot of agents say, well, I don't know if I want to get in the business right now. It's probably liable to crash any second. And, and really the answer is that would be great. Like you want that to happen at this point, because that's going to loosen things up. Prices come down, inventory goes up, demand comes down. You know, it'd be incredible if uh, the market loosened up a little bit and make things a lot easier for brand new agents, especially, you know? So I think it's going to stay like this for a while. You know, the Fed's talking about interest rates staying low for yeah. a while, you know, interest rate. I mean, inflation is really kicking in and I think, I think we're going to be here for a minute. Um, you know, you just have to do the best you can do, man. You know, winners win, <laughs> you know, winners are going to find a way to win and losers are not right. And that's really, it's going to be, there's a line right there. And you're going to be on one side or the other, you know, um, closings are happening every day, yeah. you know, uh, they may be a little tougher to come by, but if you bring it back to that, it doesn't matter what a market does, right. It just doesn't matter. Right. There's always people buying and selling every single day in every market. So, it, it, you know, it comes back to, it doesn't matter what the market's going to do. And again, if we focus more on, you know, you know, to, for, for a new agent to go out there and get a deal, probably as hard as it's ever been. For a new agent to go out there and create a new relationship with a property owner, same as it's always been. <laughs> True. Right? No different. No different. And so, and so if you 
if you focus on that, let's just to bring it back to that, just forget about the deals and let's focus on just database growth, getting our name out there, building our brand, doing our weekly email, doing all the things that we need to do on our end that we can control. We can't control the market, how tight it's going to be, where it's going to go. That's out of our hands, but we can control how big our name is in our area and how many people know who we are and like us and want to do business with us. And if we do a good enough job there, you know, people are going to, are going to, and it's, it's tough. I mean, it is. I mean, you, you know, I mean, you got our part time, you know, you got a full-time job, you're trying to get going. It's tough. It's really tough, but Hey, you know, uh, if it were easy, I mean, come on guys, you know, like none of this stuff is easy. None of this stuff is easy. None of this stuff is supposed to not supposed to be easy. You know, sorry, <laughs> you, know, you got to work. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yo, um, if you don't mind real quick and then you can go. Uh, Ricky, so um, going back to like your content and like the, the majority of people believe that like you need to pay for like, like, like training for coaching to actually see the value in it. Right. I'm sure we all can agree. Like, you know, when you put money on it, like you feel like now I have to do it. Like even myself, like I paid more for my gym just to force myself to go more. And um, yeah. so I know that's kind of a, you know, a, probably like a de- debate between yourself. I mean, I know people take your information, even myself included, and are able to achieve massive results because of it, even though it's free. Mm-hmm. So what, what's, your, what's yeah. your thoughts on that? I know I already know your answer, but just kind of debunk it for the audience, you know? Well, I think, I think it's just, it, there's two things. I think that's a great sales pitch for the coach that's trying to charge you, right? You know, if you're paying me, then you're going to appreciate it more. Okay. And then that kind of, then the brainwashing begins, right? Right there. <laughs> right. And then the other side of it is, is, you're really psyching yourself out too. You're like, that's basically you telling yourself, Hey, I'm not really, I can't even hold myself accountable. Right. So I need to, I need to pay just to try to hold myself accountable kind of deal. Mm -hmm. You know, listen, man, 90% of agents don't make it. Okay. When they get their license after a couple of years, they're gone. 90%. That's the statistics. I mean, that's the, that's the rate I keep hearing. So you know, I mean, are you going to be one of the top, you got to be the top 10% just to squeeze by and sort of just to barely make it, you know, not to like achieve amazing results, but just to barely make it, you got to be in the top 10%. Um, you know, so listen, there's an it factor, you got it or you don't, you know what I mean? Um, a paid coach is not going to magically, you know, inject you with, you know, the determination and accountability, self accountability that you need to succeed. You know, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I, I never need anybody to tell me what to do or, you know, or, or, you know, I mean like, like strategy wise, but I never need anybody to tell me I needed to work all day, you know, and I needed to try as hard as I could. I needed to, you know, do the things I'm so I never had, I never need anybody to tell me I needed to go to work today and make calls or do whatever I'm supposed to do. You know, if you need somebody to do that, there's probably a deeper problem going on, you know, with you you personally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. This may not be for you. You know, if you, if you, you know, if you don't get up and you're excited about this, what, what new agents don't understand is they signed up to make calls. This is what they signed up for, whether they buy leads from Zillow or, or make cold calls you know, or go to open houses, they're going to have to call those leads after the open house the next day they're going to call them. Zilla leads, they call them as soon as they get them. You got to call them right then. You know, no matter how you slice it up, you need to be on the phone from nine to 12 every day. And new agents, they don't know that coming in. You know, I don't know what they think really, to be honest with you. (laughs) But, but that's the reality of it is that they did sign up for that. And some people just can't stomach it. 
they just can't, you know, they just, they're just not going to do it. They can't, you know, get past that. They're going to try to do everything but that just to end up doing it and <laughs> just to end right. up coming right back to it, you know? So, Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. you, you recommend that marketing strategy. We, we, we've actually started to implement uh, recently and that's having a balance between that voice to voice and uh, as well as a digital presence. And uh, I listen to a lot of real estate podcasts and a common theme of success for agents is finding one marketing channel and tripling down on it. So what do you say to those people that are just stuck in that mindset of just pushing going double, doubling, tripling down on one marketing channel to get their leads as opposed to that finding that balance between voice to voice and as well as creating that brand and that digital presence? You know, I don't judge anybody on how they build their business. I, I've seen the strangest things, man. I've seen the strangest <laughs> things. I, I've seen things that just are mind blowing, you know, as far as people becoming successful and I quit trying to figure out when people come in, you know, taking a look at them and talking to them and, and deciding if they're going to be successful or not. I mean, I've been wrong so many times. Somebody I thought would never make it just crushes everyone and people I thought would succeed never sell a thing. So um, as far as, you know, focusing on what avenues and stuff, again, um, everybody has a different path. You can't, you know, I don't, I just don't, I don't judge anybody on it. You know, even people that do the Zillow leads and do the, you know, build teams and do the paid coaching and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of successful people out there that do those things that, you know, I'm like, I look at them like they're crazy, but they're over here crushing it, you know? So, um, you know, uh, it, I just don't judge anybody on it, but I think that a good rule of thumb is, is, is to really focus on just a few things, right? You know, two, three things, four things, five things, something like that. Not 10, not 20, not 15, not eight, Cause then you just start getting too spread out. So it's like, for example, I've never used social media in my real estate business. You know, I've only used it for my coaching business. I know that there's a lot of business on social media for my real estate business. You know what I mean? But that's the part of what I do. And, and I have this, I've got, I've got my two or three things that work really well, you know, that keep me busy, you know? Um, so, and I mastered those things so you got to be okay with sacrifice and losing business over here in this area because you're mastering these three things. Cause you, cause there's, there's, there's a million things you can do. You know, I mean, honestly, there's probably like 30, 40, 50 things you can do to build your business, you know, but you can only really pick like, you know, two or three or four that you need to really go all in with. And I think one of the problems is people are trying to do too many things because they're they're scared that they're losing business over here so they feel like they gotta do everything they don't lose business anywhere you got to be okay with sacrificing losing a little bit in some of these other areas to really go all in you know with these other and that and that's something i was really good fortunately and unfortunately i facebook when it came out because myspace was a flop and i thought facebook was the next myspace so i ignored it until 2016 when i decided to coach and that was unfortunate because it could have been huge on Facebook if I would have started earlier, but it was fortunate because it didn't distract me from what was really working in my business, which was phone calls and emails, you know? So yeah, that's just some food for thought. That probably, uh, that kind of actually leads into a question I had. Um, you know, we live in a day of distractions The distractions everywhere from our phone to just new business opportunities, or let's say like the stock market and all this crypto stuff. What do you say to someone that might be getting distracted, you know, 
from not, I like to go hundred percent on something, you know, it's a, somebody that kind of gets, Oh, I want to get turn into all the notifications wanna... off on your phone, man. Just turn all the notifications off on your phone, right? Yeah. Don't get notified for the emails. Don't get notified with social media. Turn all the notifications off on your phones. Only, only look at the results of what new emails you have when you want to, when you go there and click on the email, when you have that designated time that you want to check your email, yeah. you know, that way you can sit down from nine to 12 and make your calls without any distractions. Um, yeah. You know, that's my advice is turn all the notifications off because you mentioned distractions and you mentioned phones. So that means one thing, notifications, right? Bing, yeah. bing. Oh God, you know? Yeah. So yeah, turn the notifications off. Right. And, uh, you know, and then, and then, and then, and then see how that feels, you know what I mean? And then if you still have no, some distractions from a different area, try to figure out how you can block those, you know, and then just kind of keep trying to maintain focus. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, Ricky. I know uh, we only have so much time with you. Um, where can our audience find more about you? Where can they get signed up for your free coaching? Uh, do a little plug here for where people can look you up. Dude, I think the best place is just to go to Instagram and click the, uh, and uh, number one, answer all the DMs there. So it's the best place to get me. And then my, the link in my bio goes to everything about me, my story, the free coaching, you know, all my social. It's probably the best place uh to get me awesome and you really answer awesome. every single dm wow that's awesome man yep yep, yep. i'm sure it's you get a lot hours a day how, how many you get a day you think i don't know but it's about two hours worth <laughs> wow. wow hey well listen i appreciate you doing that i'm sure the audience is going to too so guys go out there find ricky check out his stuff his content is absolutely awesome and again it's all free so there you go ricky thank you so much for hopping on man i really really do appreciate it i know the guys do as well um, dude, you're, you're an awesome, you're a God for us. So dude, thank you so much, man. Thank you for joining us for another podcast of the home point experience with our special guest, Ricky Carruth, that dropped some major diamonds all revolving around sales and real estate. Thank you so much, Ricky, for hopping on. If you guys want to take a look at his stuff again, it's free content and free coaching, um, all things for sales and real estate. You follow him over on Instagram at Ricky Carruth, and then also give home point a follow as well at sell to home point. And if you guys want to learn about us a little bit more, feel free to jump on our website at sell to home Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the home point experience.